All right. So last night I'm out on my deck working on lighting and I had had a trip to the hardware store, bought some eye bolts and it's funny. My wife and I went to the hardware store together and I was so happy that she wanted to go with me this time because I go so often and I'm just like, <laughs> anyway, get to the hardware aisle. I'm like, do you want to go look for the other stuff that you wanted? Cause I'm going to be here for a minute. I, I have to figure it out like right now what I'm going to do, which, cause I had not figured this out ahead of time. So I'm, I'm standing there in the hardware That's aisle. Very unlike you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. It, you know, closing my eyes thinking, okay, what, what's this going to, I, I had an idea about how it was going to work, but I hadn't like figured out the quantity of parts or the length of the bolts that they needed to be to go through the pieces of the trellis to attach the lighting to the trellis. So okay. I'm like, I'm going to be a minute, you know, I just got to figure this out. And she's like, cool. I'll be in the outdoor garden area. So I started to figure it out and piece it together in my brain and then started to pull the parts from the, from the you know, hangers and stuff and got everything that I needed. Anyway, get home and starting it, you know, standing up on the ladder and, my son was helping me. It was awesome. It was it was exactly the kind of interaction that I have been training him for, which was <laughs> the the surgeon's assistant, right? It's like when I stick my hand out, I, I want you to know what, what I need at that moment, and you just put it in my hand, right? So it was... Scalpel. Yes, exactly. And it you don't even have to say it, though. It's like I just hold my hand out, and, and, it, and it the thing that I needed shows up in my hand, right? It's awesome. So... He, I, I, cause I had explained what I was doing the first time. And then after the first time I had to do it like five or six more times. So it became just this kind of assembly line of process. Right. And so he did it. It was amazing. Right. And it was so funny. Cause like after that, he disappeared and went to go help her. They were cutting, pruning plants and moving things around in the yard and stuff. And then later they both come back and like I had the lights up temporarily to kind of figure out lengths and where things were going to go. And then I had taken it all down. They're like, Oh, you took all the lights down. I'm like, well, yeah, I had to put up all this hardware and, you know, cut the wire. Like, so I bought string lights. I bought like the commercial grade string lights because I want them to last. And I actually cut the wires and soldered them back together, used shrink wrap, you know, shrink tubing over it and uh, to make these things exactly the right length that I wanted. It was this is this is the part of the story that I've been trying to get to, is my wife's like, why didn't you just wrap it around the trellis and move on? <laughs> like, here's what I would have done: <laughs> I would have put the light up there, wrapped it around the thing, and been done. And and it's funny because they're like, yeah, this is totally you. This is what you do. Like, you figure it out, you make it yeah. professional, you make it perfect, you make like you customize it to make it look like it was always meant to be there. It wasn't just an afterthought. And, and I would have just, my, my son's like, it's just not worth it, man. Like I would have just wrapped it around the thing and, and moved on. It would have been good enough. <laughs> yeah. Like, good enough is not in my vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the word fine. Right. Don't let good get in the way of great. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, needless to say, I don't have any lights up yet. <laughs> of course you don't. Because, you know, you could just wrap it around the trellis and be done with it. Right. <laughs> so, you know, like every other normal human being has ever done, 
when right. they're putting up their outside lights? I always hate that. I always see the string lights and I'm like, there's this extra section of string lights at the end that's just kind of dangling there. Like, no dangling is allowed in my brand new deck. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> uh... Oh, man. So, yeah. Instead of working out there before it gets tremendously hot, I'm in here recording with you. <laughs> I'll just be sweating Perfect. it out later. Right now, I can only either work before 8 a.m. or after maybe 7 p.m. to to dodge dodge the sun right now. And it's not like it's – it would be fine if there was shade. I just don't – there's just no shade because the shade shade cloths haven't shown up yet. (laughs) And and you'd think that it would be pretty comfortable there with all the shade that your family has been throwing at you. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Isn't this, this is the the curse of being an architect, right? It was like, I, and I said it, I appreciate, you know, well-considered details. I do. Yeah. And and that's the thing too, because, you know, you go over to, you go over to someone's house and they're just like, oh yeah, we just put up this trellis and stuff. And, you know, we have this nice little, you know, shade canopy or, or whatever. And you're looking at me and like, oh yeah, it's nice. You know, it's fine. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's, It's fine. And you're just thinking to yourself, how many other ways you would have done that differently? Or the one project at your house that is still undone yeah. because you want to do it perfectly. Because it's so much yet, more effort. You don't. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And they're just like, well, one of these days we're going to be able to spend some time out here as a family. And all the while, time goes by, kids grow up, they move out, and then... Someday you might actually have that trellis to hopefully they come back. <laughs> That's totally right. That is totally yeah. right. Because we're we're always like, every time we travel somewhere, we're analyzing, what if we moved here? Like, let's check out the house pricing. Let's check out what's available. Let's, let's do all this. What's it like, you know, weather-wise, year-round? What are the, you know, it was, yeah. what are the schools like? What access to nature? It's all these different things. We get home and we're like, I think we should do that project so we can enjoy where we actually live. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And then we finally do, and we're like even closer to wanting to move away, right? Because now I can work from anywhere. Yeah. Oh, exactly. It's a uh, this is this is the thing. This is definitely a challenge that we deal it with. Is, it our is minds. The, it is it is the bane of the architect's existence. Yep. It's like, it, yeah, I could do it that way, but I don't want to. I want to do it this way. I yeah. want to do it great. Yes. And that was, my wife was like, you got to get somebody to build this deck for you. Like there's just no, you're unhappy when you're doing this stuff. Right. And it's it, because it's hard work. It is. And it's like, it is, it's it way is. harder than you think it is. First of all, no matter how hard you think it's going to be, it's going to actually be harder. I mean, be harder. Yeah. you've got to move all the materials. You've got to figure out the sequencing. You've got to buy the right hardware and you never buy the right hardware. You got to go back 18 times to get the right hardware. Right. And, and in the end, it turns out way better than you could have hired somebody to do it for you. It's, it, you know, that's how it works out for us, at least. It turns out yeah. a lot better, but it is a lot of effort. And it, it does help you appreciate what it takes to actually build something, for sure. But at the same time, like it would have never turned out like this. It wouldn't have. It wouldn't look as clean and as modern and the details wouldn't be as well considered because people just, you know, the general contractors just 
it's kind of what they call themselves, but it's also kind of the attitude, right? It's very general. It's, it's, it's like, yeah, this is how we've always built it. We're going to keep building it like this. There's not necessarily, it's really hard to find somebody who's up to a challenge of trying to do it, you know, and not only that, but I don't want to draw all those details. Like I don't want to, I don't want to go through right. that effort. So I'm saving well, time yeah. doing, doing it on that end, but I'm also having to do all the well, labor myself. So here's the question. Are you really saving? Time? No, no, <laughs> because, <laughs> not at all. Because you could have it's not about a, that drawn all of the details so that a general contractor who really doesn't have the insight of like what you really want. Right. And so you have to draw them all out right. so that you get what you want and you can be there with them. But even then you're know, still going to argue it. You're going to argue about well, everything. But I mean, if you find a good builder, if you find you know, someone up to the challenge, builder, yeah, maybe exactly. Like, then, chances are you know, slim. Then you can work with them, right? But, but then they charge you more. <laughs> it's like that sign, right? It's like if you if you're going to help, it's going to cost you double. <laughs> Let, let's 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 rewind a couple of episodes and let's talk about the amount of tools that you need to buy yes. or rent, you or know, just have extra extra material that you have to buy because. You know, you, you mess things either, up, and uh, you mess things up, or you underestimated, or whatever else, and so you, you got to sit there and wonder: Is the value that I bring to the table one where I'm going to draw to the nth degree to like really detail out exactly what I want, then work with my builder to talk through all of these details to make sure that they're able to build exactly what I'm looking for? Because you know, if this is like somebody else's. You know, you might relent and say, okay, this is the overall aesthetic that I want. Build it the way that you want, you know, build it the way that you normally would, you know, as long as it's warranty, blah, 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 and all this other stuff. But mine, no, no, I want to, I'm, I am going to be a set, an a extra set of eyes hovering over your shoulder, but uh, nope, nope, not that way. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Right. No, they don't you want know. to put up with that. And, not only that, but like getting back so, to the tool thing, if you do want them to build it a different way, then they've got to invest maybe in a different set of tools as well. And it does take them longer because it's not the usual way of doing it. So you are going to get charged more potentially. Well, then there's then there's always the well, I would have just wrapped it around the trellis and been done with it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is because if you think about if you think about it, you talked with your wife and your kids, and they want to enjoy this deck. Yeah. You're keeping Before them from enjoying it. Before they die. Right. <laughs> and, and you're keeping them from that enjoyment because of perfection. Right. Uh, oh, Evan. Yeah, this is... They're like... So So what they get to do is instead of enjoying their backyard, they get to sit inside the house yeah. looking out the window at the backyard at the construction site that is going to continue to... It's per, it's know, getting there, man. It's it getting is, there. Uh-huh. Progress is slow. Okay, so let let's talk about how long you've been working on this project. I had a I had a couple trips in the middle. Put that out there. <laughs> okay, been to the East Coast a couple times. I'm I'm hearing uh, what I'm hearing excuses, Other excuses on why. <laughs> so but but think about this so think about how long it's taking you to do this trips or no trips how long it's been taking you and if you would have hired a contractor that you would have it would have been done and 
if you would have worked with them, provided them the, you know the drawings and the details that you wanted, you probably would st- you'd be sitting out there right now, enjoying a nice cup of coffee on your deck. Oh, we're 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 already there. You can yeah, yeah. We're we're there, luckily. But I know what you mean. It is, yeah. This is the these are the things that I think about. Yeah. <laughs> so if you think about this, they're like we we talked uh, so long ago about a lecture that I had back when this was way before Robert Ivy ever joined. He was, I think it was just one of, one of the magazine's editors, but he wasn't, you know, involved. He was involved with the AI, but not to like the extent he is now. It was record. He wasn't. Yeah. I think it was record. And, you know, he was giving a lecture about like the state of architecture in the country at the time. And he had given this like obscenely low amount of, um, projects that were actually designed and built by architects in that, you know, there's a large amount of buildings out there that are just done by builders. And it's probably because the architects are too like, like bound up in their own like personal projects that they're trying to do that. They don't have time to actually go out and do anything else. It's like, Oh yeah, they're all out building their own decks and they're waiting for perfect deck. Getting those details so just right. <laughs> Exactly. Buying all those tools pe- that will never get used again. And people, and, and people wonder why we... Uh, it's so hard to work with an architect. They always want perfection. Right. Oh, us? <laughs> we? What? Right. Nah. But at the, at the same time, I think we're on the leading edge of the sta- what building standards could and should be. Thinking of, you know, we're taking all of this stuff into account, like... 2030 challenge and materials and red listing and, and, and contractors are, are at the end of the process, right? Which is just like, put the thing together now that you've got it all figured yeah. out. Yeah. And so they're not looking for that, incorporating that information into, I don't think they are like into the, the, the building, right? Like we're leading that charge. Right. And so right. like we have to be the ones who are. Oh yes. Yeah. 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 Totally. I, I wasn't trying to discount. I was just a bit of levity to the fact that, you know, we we could be but more engaged in the regular built environment if we weren't yeah. too busy trying to do perfection in our own backyard. It <laughs> is hard. <laughs> oh, nice. Bringing it back. I When I did design build, it was, you know, there are some affordances into the process of doing it all right which yeah. is we talked about before not having to design every detail before it goes to plan check you only design what is needed right, right. to get it through plan check and get the permit and then figure things out as you go because you're the builder too right and you're the fabricator and all this yeah. stuff but at the same time like you're yeah. still going to be slower than you know general contractors incorporated right because right you are figuring that stuff out as you go and you're still a perfectionist, right? <laughs> so right, right, you, exactly. the way that you, the, the, the care that you're going to put into creating the built environment for your clients as the design builder, um, you're also making more profits by doing it, right? You're, you're getting the architectural fees and the contractor profits, um, but it probably is still, you're, you're missing something in there because of that perfectionism. Potentially, you know, depending on just, how you take it. You just sort of reminded me of a time that I was helping a friend, an architect friend, 
do some framing. And so they were reframing kind of, they were framing in a porch that was going to become a room. And so when they were going through the whole reframing process, they were, you know, doing this, like they were doing these double studs that were spaced. Uh, I think it was like four inches apart doing all of this kind of like interesting artistry where they basically were like putting like a J box in between these two studs. And then everywhere a, a, a J box would be, they would do these like double studs and all these other things. And if you sat down and you like looked at the way that they laid out all of the studs and everything else, those are some like super standard, structurally like, sound J boxes. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it was, it was like, it wasn't like at the time I was just, I was, a, I was a hammer to swing and help him out, try to get it done faster. But now that you say that, and now that I'm thinking about like the conversation that we've been having, you know, I was thinking of like how unnecessarily perfect big air quotes there. He was trying to be with this like stud aesthetics yeah. that got covered up. They got by covered up. Drywall. Right. Right. And you're just like, dude, you could have just that's where you know, experience of actually building stuff comes in. Yeah. You could have just like, you know, wrapped the lights around the trellis and been done with it. <laughs> <laughs> God. Just another jab. Jeez. Yeah, so so keep coming back. The next that, yeah. the next project that I keep thinking of, well, there's there's actually several next projects still in the I gotta <laughs> build a fence. And Jesse, she's just like, it does not have to be designed. <laughs> <You're> like, right. <laughs> Uh, let me let me does not have to be anything special yeah exactly that's what i'm saying what i'm sorry i don't does not compute uh i don't understand what you just said right so i've got to do i got to do that uh for her and then i've got to do (laughs) i've got to design this fence for her that's what i tell myself yeah but then you know like i said earlier on i I gotta replace the carpets in this house but there's a big but i want to tear out a wall and i don't want to replace any flooring before I make a decision about this wall, <laughs> right? Because it'll change things. And I bring this up and my son is just like, no, we're not, I'm not, I, we're not going to do that. It's fine how it is. I love this house how it is, right? And I'm just like, yeah, but it could be so much better if we just tear out this one wall. Our house is kind of a maze on the inside because it's been added onto oh, yeah, yeah. so many times. It's like, I just want to uh-huh. free it up and open it up and connect just these two rooms and it, doesn't seem like it would be that much work. I, I tell myself, you know, I kind of it's trying it's, to prejudice. It's funny you say that because I'm actually trying to picture which wallet is <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, I'm I can remember the procession of like coming in the I guess it's the only door really, but the side door, mm-hmm. you know, through the kitchen dining area, and then you know, there's just this like weird little circuitous route yep. to get to like each of these different spaces, right? And, and so I tell myself, like, this will solve which... everything, right? <laughs> <laughs> It'll make it perfect. It will make it perfect. And it probably won't, but it's, uh, it yeah. would be a, a step in the right direction for sure. And just have to decide if it's, if it's worth doing or not, if it's, this episode is made possible with support from twin motion. Now you've probably heard of Zaha Hadid architects. They're one of the world's best-known firms, and when it comes to innovation, they're big fans of pushing boundaries. The team at ZHA has started using Twinmotion, a simple, real-time ArcViz tool that lets you instantly visualize ideas and clearly communicate them to stakeholders. 
ZHA designer Marco Margetta says that the benefits of using Twinmotion for the designers are the simplicity of the interface, the playfulness with which you can articulate your scenes, and not having to worry about all the technical aspects that real-time usually brings, like light maps, PBR workflows, and other technical details. Marco also loved Twinmotion Cloud, which lets any member of the team access a project from their web browser without a single download or installation. The project manager can access the model, review it, and immediately give you the feedback anytime from anywhere, says Marco. To download your exclusive free trial, head to twinmotion.link slash arcaspeak. Again, that's twinmotion.link slash arcaspeak. There's nothing worse in my mind than doing overhead work. That's the stuff that kills me, mm -hmm. right? So the room I'm sitting in, it was the ceiling killed me, right? Just putting that ceiling, and it literally oh, like, yeah. like ripped my shoulders up. Is what it, what I'm getting at. So that, that shoulder pain, like, hopefully I'll heal from so, it someday. And and this new project of just tearing out a wall in air quotes would also include a bunch of ceiling work. So. You know that first of all, you're 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 in your forties, man. It's not healing, right? <laughs> It's permanently just, damaged. Just, just, yeah, just live with it and roll on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You sent me that meme <laughs> yeah. Yeah. about pain. Think, that was great. Just think think about this, though. Think about how, because I remember you know, the, both the photographs and the, just, you know, the explanation of what you went through for your ceilings. Mm -hmm. And think about if there was an easier way. Yeah. Having someone else do it. <laughs> well, uh, other than having somebody else do it. I, I, I have this feeling the way that you did it, there had to have been an easier way. It might not have been your way, and it might not have been the perfect way, but there probably was an easier way. It would have been the less painful way and a cheaper way, most likely. Probably, yeah. yeah. And not only that, you but know. yeah, with the ceiling, the way that I did it, it was... it's uh, I think it's an Armstrong ceiling and it's these planks, right? These tongue and groove planks that clip to the bottom yeah. of a T-bar grid, which was existing. Ooh, I know which one you're but yeah. all of the work that it took to build these spaces and keep that grid in place, you know, the, the, the famous protect in place note, right? In the drawings, mm -hmm. yeah. you actually know what it takes to protect in place, something like that. It's yeah. so yeah. much work and logistics and Rubik's cube type of a think. Right. It's like, how can I make this work with that in place? And I got to do three steps before I do the main step. And, oh, it's a so there pain was in the this. Ass. So you, you say that. And, um, I had the opportunity, and this was actually a pretty lucky opportunity for us. You know, like if there's any luck that came out of, um, COVID and the quarantine was a slight delay in the project. Not, not necessarily a big fan of that you know, happening, but it still did. And so as we were in at the time, there was, you know, right as we were doing that, there was a period of time where we were um, going through a redesign process uh, based off of some desires and wants from like the board of directors and the donors and everybody else and stuff. And so as we were going through that, I had at least the opportunity to start to look at my demo plans 
and looking at how many different walls I was trying to salvage based off of the assumption that they would be cheaper. Mm-hmm. And then the more and more I got into it, the more and more I was thinking about it, the more and more I was having conversations with the contractor, I we started talking about, well, all of the temporary means to do some of the work and, you know, walls being in the way or walls not being in the way or using the walls as temporary partitions and stuff. It, I, I stopped and I, you know, like really kind of like questioned them. I'm like, you know, Hey, let's think about this a little bit more holistically. Now that we've got a little bit of breathing time, does it really make sense for us to keep these walls? Because really we're kind of, we're going to have to like, you know, basically reshore them up. They're not, they weren't really built well in the first place or at all. You know, it's going to cost us more money in the long run to really kind of just like patch and repair them because, you know, it's a, it was a CMU wall that was poorly built. It was very porous. It, they had more holes than SpongeBob did. And it was, you know, this just amazingly just bad idea for us to try to keep these walls. And I got this opportunity. I'm like, you know, it's going to be a lot easier, a lot cheaper, and a lot quicker if we just level these walls. We're keeping the floors, and you know, so we can just frame back in between them and just call it done. And the walls that we're going to put back in place, we know are going to be meeting, you know, the current code. They're all they all need to be rated walls anyway, and and everything else. And we were going to be scabbing on a bunch of other stuff to make sure that we feel comfortable that the existing walls would meet the code and meet the rating requirements when we could have just leveled them. And so, you know, there was, yeah, yeah. And so fast forward to when we were bidding them and we were talking to the demo contractor and, you know, talking about, you know, a couple of different things. And they were just like, you know, there was a couple of walls that were still remaining that we were trying to keep just because of like, you know, separation between scope area and non-scope area is, is the only reason why we still kept those. And, and so they were just like, you know, we could still probably demo these two. We'll put, you know, a temporary partition on that, on their side, demo all this stuff out and put the new walls back in, take them all down, finish that stuff up. And it's going to call, it's going to save you probably about 45% on the overall cost unless then saving them. And it seemed very counterintuitive, but the time, the materials, the, level of safety that you that you would get from these these new walls versus the other ones surprisingly enough it was actually a lot cheaper for us to just demo the thing out interesting and a lot of times people actually start to you know people think about well you know it's 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 greener more sustainable if you build around what's there well sometimes you know in this this is one of those cases that this building was not built correctly or properly in the first place and the work, the remediation work that it would take to make it meet code outweighs the cost of all of that, mm. you know. And and so there's there's this big challenge in the construction industry of like, how green do you want to make renovations? And we know that renovations honestly cost a lot more. You know, we, we say that we're saving money by doing a renovation rather than, you know, a, a new build. But in the long run, depending on the scale of the project, you aren't really. We we actually did we we did a uh, a kind of a side by side comparison for this particular building. Now, this particular building where it's at, it's bounded by, I think, five different buildings, 
and they're like like when i say bounded it's like they're it's an infill building in between a bunch of other existing buildings and stuff mm-hmm. and and occupied spaces on the the basement levels the sub basement level and you know sub sub basement level is yes there are three basements and and all of those it, it's the network of their uh, campus-wide cooling system it's the network of all of their electrical lines it's the network of like their their trash and distribution and logistics network is a nice I mean, way so, to say rats nest so, <laughs> yeah so but i mean it's but it's like this whole entire area. so we couldn't we couldn't shut the building now we couldn't level it down we, we couldn't level it which is really what this building deserved to be is level <laughs> yeah i've seen um, it <laughs> and and, and Oh my lord! It literally, like, I think that we could have saved at least a third of the money. And when I say a third, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. That is a nine-figure amount huh. that we could have saved. Oh, jeez! Just by doing that, and so that's a, you know anyway, total sidetrack there. Um, but I mean, it's just one of these things that, you know, like doing the right thing sometimes costs you more money is I think where we were, st- we started with all of that. Yeah. And I, um, I you know, just to further add, maybe, maybe saying that, sorry, maybe, sorry, maybe saying doing the right thing may cost more. I don't mean the right thing is anyway. Sorry. Yeah. No, you don't. It's hard to it say what the, what the right thing is, but it's, it's to further justify my position in this. Should I remove this one wall or not? <laughs> I, you know, standing out on the deck, talking about this, and and one the the one son who's been helping me the most is just like you know, no, I don't want to do this. I don't want to help you with that. I'm, I he's not interested in in challenge. He's not interested in learning. He's just like, what's the easiest, right? He's totally that kid. And then my other son is just like, oh my god, it would be so amazing to open those two rooms up and make them into one big space. And, <laughs> and so I'm like, see. There's there's the confirmation bias that I needed right there. <laughs> it's the the one kid yeah. who I didn't think was paying attention at all, seeing the potential in this. <laughs> trying to pick, I'm trying to like, I, I'm really trying to figure out which son is which. Yeah, in, in this scenario here, <laughs> I've got all types here. Yeah. Yeah. It, but that was that was I, awesome, right? Because it's like, oh, at least I, somebody I can like, see my vision. <laughs> kind of feel like the older might be the one that doesn't want to do the work. No, you got it backwards, actually. Do yeah, I, really? yeah, that Whoa. was surprising. <laughs> see, because the youngest would be the one that's living with it the longest, and so you could, know, could see the potential. Like, yeah, could 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 see and experience and live the potential, right? But I can, but I can also see that he doesn't want to do all this extra work. Doesn't want to actually do it. The, that's that's or, all it is, right there. Is he didn't actually or live in the construction zone, right? Because because we do know that the construction zone will be there a little bit longer than normal, because somebody will be <laughs> trying to do things perfectly. Right. I mean, what could what could potentially be a let's just say a two week process might be like a two to four month process yes exactly yeah when you said how long you've been doing this deck i actually started thinking back to last year when we redid the backyard (laughs) which is what the when the plans for the deck were hatched right okay so 
if you if you take that into account, it's been over a year to to get this done. Even though in earnest, it hasn't been that long at all. But uh, no, no, it has been. Yeah, <laughs> you started working. You know, nice try. I mean, rationalize it as much as you want. It's been over a year to do a small deck edition. Oh man, ouch! <laughs> it's but it's beautiful. Uh, but it's beautiful. I'm going to get the last word. It's beautiful. <laughs> I, 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 you're invited to come and hang out on the deck. You need a West Coast trip anyway, well, so now you have a destination. I have to, exactly, yes. Well, tell me when the lights are up. Because <laughs> it's not done until the lights are up. And if I, I swear, if I come there and you just wrapped them around the trellis, 